overnight, really, I, I changed my diet, my, my lifestyle, my mindset. Um, and I approached a whole new raw food diet. I went on that for about a year. I cleansed, um, did a, a full detox. And within weeks, I had lost a stone in weight. Um, my energy levels were skyrocketing at that stage. Um, I felt fitter and healthier. And the mental clarity I had was, was just like nothing I'd had before. What's up, America? What's up, Canada? What's up, South America? What's up, Africa? What's up, Ireland? What's up, Australia? What's up, China? What is up, world? I apologize if I missed any of you. I am your host, Heath Armstrong, and I am back for another fantastic fist-pumping episode of The Archopreneur Now podcast where I'm interviewing creative superstars all over the globe so that you can create the life that you love, so that you can wake up every day and smile and fist pump, and you can feel that burden of stress released off your shoulders. Everybody that I bring on this show has been in a position of stress and has figured out a way to create this life that they love, and I am here interviewing these superstars all over the world so you can quit your job, so you can build your income creating, so you can grow your creative network, and so you can live simply through what you really, really find is the fire behind why you're alive, your passion, your pursuit of just happiness. You can get there. You take it one step at a time. I am pumped to have my guest on today, Jenny McIlvaney from Ireland, and she is incredible in a sense that she really went the complete opposite route that the doctors told her when she was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 35, an aggressive form of breast cancer. And she decided to get in connection with a doctor in Florida and, and look at the way that she could change her diet. Instead of opting for the major surgery of removing breast and removing ovaries, this doctor said, you know, have more respect for yourself. Let's look at the diet. And she she has taken this diet and turned it into a lifestyle, and it's incredible. And she's teaching other people how, how to optimize their health and their life through making changes through their diet. She's a writer. She's obviously a cancer survivor, and she's a qualified nutritional coach. She's been involved with all these different uh, key areas that she's worked in, including celiac disease, fertility, IBS, osteoporosis, thyroid, skin problems, food intolerances, uh, being vegan, vegetarian, and of course the breast cancer section, which we're going to get into in the interview. But I really, really, really want you to pay attention here because there are so many people out there that really don't understand what they are eating and what the effect it can have on your body long-term is. You may not feel symptoms, but that may be because you've never felt what it's like to have no symptoms. And I was the same way. You know, I, I went my whole life. I ate fast food. I ate all these dark protein meats, so much dairy. And as soon as I switched my diet to a more plant-based, holistic food diet, I have felt so, so, so much better. My energy is higher. My mental clarity is higher. And I, I honestly, every time I go back in and try a meat or anything again, yes, it's good. It tastes wonderful. But the way I feel afterwards is unbearable. And I wouldn't go back for a million years if, if it was possible. So 
I'm pumped to get you into this interview. For all the show notes, you can definitely get on artsynow.com forward slash 86. Episode 86, we're closing in on 100. I want all you out there to fist pump, to do something crazy today, and to tune in here and take care of your bodies because they are what are carrying you throughout your life to do all these amazing things to change the world. So here we go. Come on, everybody, let me hear that beat. Come on, come on, everybody, let me hear that stickity stickity riggity diggity beat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, here we go now. Who wants to get a little bit funky out there? Who wants to get a little creative out there, huh? Which one of you wants to get a little bit artsy now? Well, I do, I do. Well, then get on with your bad selves, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I want you to get out there and put on your healthy hat today and wobble those silly little ears to the front and center because my guest today has the experience and knowledge that just might save your life one day. She's a cancer survivor and has turned her life around through diet and lifestyle changes. She's also a rider and a nutritional coach and she's using her gifts to help others just like me and you eat better, live longer, and ultimately experience a much healthier and happier life all the way from Ireland. Jenny McIlvaney, you are the entrepreneur now. How are you doing, Jenny? Hi, Heath. How are you? Thanks for inviting me today. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm ecstatic that you're on because I, I get so pumped up about the whole health thing. I don't know. What? My family thinks I'm one of those healthy people, but really I just think the way that it makes you feel is so much better if you actually pay attention to it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think that's the the first step is uh, paying attention. Yeah, in in the awareness in here in the United States compared to where you are, it could be different. I, I know over here, just a brief rundown of the history of, of the states for people out there. Like we had this huge industrial boom in like the fifties, sixties, maybe even earlier, where they really, really hardcore pushed dairy and high protein foods, animal based protein foods as what's going to make you healthy, bigger, stronger, faster. And if anybody out there has read the the China study, which I think everybody should check that out, or at least if you get the audiobook, it's a lot faster and not nearly as tedious to read. Some of the most interesting stuff you will ever learn in your life comes from just diagnosing what we're eating every single day. And a lot of the the listeners on the show are artists and musicians. And we live these fast-paced lives where we're on the road all the time, right? And there's not a lot of options other than restaurants or people really big into fast food and things like that. But what we don't see and what people don't tell us a lot is how these choices that we're making every single day are really having a dramatic effect on our life in general, right? Like the water we're drinking, the food we're eating, the nutrition that we're actually absorbing through our bodies. And- there's really this huge science behind it, and you have this amazing 
just recovery story. I want you to sort of start out by getting into kind of what, what your life was like growing up, maybe how you adapted to what, what your parents were feeding you then and how that has changed since you were a child to where you are now. And after going through this whole transition of, of finding out that you had this very aggressive cancer and, and why you, you kind of took the steps that you did to get where you are now, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I, I grew up really in a typical Irish family. I had, um, I still have three um, brothers and one sister. And um, we were fed a lot of really home-cooked meals, um, a little bit of processed foods, but I suppose it was in the 80s, so it was beginning to, you know, they're bringing in margarines and other um, cheap yeah. foods like that. So um, I suppose that was that was a lot of our diet, really, and I suppose sugar was becoming more and more available at that time as well. Um, I, after that, I really, I, I felt I had a, a pretty pretty good diet um I was carrying maybe an extra stone and weight that I, I thought was normal you know yeah. um and that went on really up until 2009 I was uh, diagnosed with um breast cancer um it was an aggressive stage uh stage one um but a very aggressive form of hereditary breast cancer um you may be familiar with it it's also the, the BRCA gene that Angelina Jolie has so um, at, that, at that point, I, I didn't actually change my life at all. I, was, um, I went on and I was scheduled in for surgery in January 2011, I think it was. And about three weeks beforehand, I was put in contact with a doctor in Florida uh, by the name of Dr. Brian Clement in Hippocrates. Um, I spoke to him and he basically just, he talked to me and, you know, I think the wake up call I'll never forget was his words like, you know, have more respect for yourself. So the surgery that I, um, it was major surgery, it was um, removal of my ovaries and my breasts. So um, at that point, overnight, really, I, I changed my diet, my, my lifestyle, my mindset, um, and I approached a whole new raw food diet. I went on that for about a year. I cleansed, um, did a, a full detox, and within weeks I had lost a stone in weight. Um, my energy levels were skyrocketing at that stage. Um, I felt fitter and healthier, and the mental clarity I had was was just like nothing I'd had before. So I was very positive, and I did that for a year, and then I went on to train as a nutritional therapist. So I'll be finished that um, in May of this year. And really, I suppose my knowledge over those couple of years, my diet has changed a little bit since then. I don't eat 100% raw anymore, um, but I think my knowledge has really changed and I've began to help others and seen them transform their lives through, through diet as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so you, you were featured in the Super Juice Me documentary. You're a member of the Nutritional Therapist of Ireland and you, you're finishing up your I guess your therapy license for nutritional coaching. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was in the end of the documentary, um, for Jason Vale. So I, I, oh, awesome. I love the juicing. I, I drink, um, a pint of juice, every green juice, every morning. I start my day with a shot of wheatgrass as well, which we grow at home. Yeah, We do too. Awesome. Really? Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. So juicing is a huge thing. And I, I, w I really want to get into that here in a little bit, because I think that, 
ever since we started juicing and my grandmother gave me this beastly juicer and <laughs> we've just been like, Oh, and then the the way it makes you feel putting the ginger root in there in the wheatgrass, it's, it's astonishing to me. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like the, the energy levels and just when you, when you go a day without it now, it's like, Oh my gosh, I feel terrible. Like you, and it's hard to think about how it was before, but you've, you've sort of studied and worked around all these different areas of diet and lifestyle. You've, you worked around celiac fertility, you know, IBS, skin problems, weight gain loss in, in the vegetarian and the vegan stuff, obviously the breast cancer, food intolerances. And you, you put together these amazing recipes that are on your website. And I know you're redoing the site, but if people want to check it out now, you can go um, to what's, what's your domain name, Jenny? It's Jenny McElvany. JennyMcElvany.com. And I'll put that in the show notes at artsynow.com forward slash Jenny McElvany as well. And you can check that out. But maybe we can start with some of the some of the most common problems you see with people's diets. Some of some of the main no-nos out there that that people aren't even aware that they're contributing to and how that's kind of having a negative effect on their health. Um well one of the things I I, I see a lot is um people actually substituting um, fruits and vegetables for with, you know, supplements. So yeah. people are, are looking for this, the, the magic bullet. They're looking for um, quick fix energy, whether it's a, a matcha tea or some kind of blend of car- dried up carrots and broccoli. <laughs> um, so th- that is, that's very common. Um, the other thing is a lot of people still eating low-fat diets, um, and because they're low fat diets, they're a lot of the products are actually laden with sugar. Yeah, yeah. So and th- again, they they're just not they're not getting the fats that they need. So we need cholesterol for every cell in our body. So if if they're not getting th- the cholesterol that they need from the fat, then they they run into other problems like dry skin, uh, hair problems, and um, just major problems can can escalate really from from having low fat diets. Um, and the other thing is, I suppose people still on the refined foods, a lot of, a lot of bread. Um, I don't know whether it's the same there, but here everyone kind of, a lot of people have toast for breakfast and then more sandwiches at lunchtime. And a lot of them actually have wheat intolerances and gluten intolerances and they, they don't realize it. And then they're getting bloated as the day goes on and they can't understand why. So, um, they they they'd be they'd be quite common um, and people snacks on the run as well that people aren't prepared when they have busy lives that they don't they leave the house without um, without thinking about snacks and then they end up going to you know the corner news agents and getting um, just sugar laden foods basically yeah yeah so um, and just yeah not preparing like I would always have a load of snacks healthy snacks in the freezer or the fridge that I can can take with me when I leave even something simple like a, a bag of nuts to take with you you know yeah yeah so yeah I just, yeah, I, just I dominated a whole pack of pack raw, raw almonds, almonds yesterday oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, 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 it takes a little bit to get used to that transition of going from you know just like devouring a bag of potato chips or you know a bunch of bread with butter or margarine on it to to eating something healthier like an apple or or raw almonds or something like that. But the, the nutritional benefits inside these foods are so much higher. And it's really not that difficult to start kind of 
setting your diet and, and picking it apart in a way that when you put it together in your stomach, it, it creates this, this amazing magic. And that's in, in like a, a very simple way to do it is just try to eat as many different like colored vegetables as you can, right? Absolutely. All the different yeah. colors, mixing all the colors together. You don't have to be, you know, devouring like the, the labels and trying to figure out, well, I guess there is a huge part to looking at the labels of what you're eating, but when it comes to eating simple, more, more in the vegetarian sense, right? If you're, if you're taking your apples and your greens and your reds and all three different areas of the plants as well, like roots, stems, stalks, and then leaves, I think that that's a very good place to start as far as um, increasing your health through nutrition. Absolutely. And with the juicing as well, I think that, you know, you can throw in the roots, you can throw in the the leaves and everything and you, you don't actually have to eat them. But I would never substitute a meal with a green juice. Um, I'd, I'd always kind of sip on that throughout the day, maybe instead of a glass of water, you know, yeah. um, because again, I think people can, think that a juice is just enough and then they still need the fiber for their yeah, front the you know? right? yeah you know, like you need that because um otherwise you can end up with with colon problems you know but um i think a, a lot of people will they'll wait until they actually get sick to to look for any kind of help around their diet Um they just kind of get caught up in the whole rat race and just working sleeping and, and they don't they don't realize that their body is basically the only thing that they have and once you keep that alive and thriving then every other aspect of your life will will thrive you know oh, yeah. because you're feeling better you're happier you're able to sleep better you're not tired during the day you know you'll be fist pumping all day long yeah exactly <laughs> It's like you, wait, you get this feeling where you used to just be so groggy waking up in the morning, right? And, and everything was miserable to the point where literally you wake up and you're wired and you were pumped to get up and, and to get your day going. And it's it's just such a different side of the of the bed that nobody, most people don't ever seem to to experience. So what what do you think? What do you think, what do you think some of the things are out there that we should be looking for to eat to consume? Um, what why is this breakdown of nutrition so important? Do you have anything off the top of your head that people can go out in everyday life and just sort of focus on what they should eat more often? Um, vegetables more than more than anything else. With all the different diets that I've dealt with, whether it be the raw food diet, the ketogenic diet, any kind of the Mediterranean diet, the, the one common aspect of them is the vegetables. Mm-hmm. They're, they're so simple to just cut up um, and take with you and eat raw um, they're so easy to store but also um, not overdoing it on the fruit I wouldn't agree with any more than about two pieces of fruit a day um, because people are just eating way too much sugar whether it's, of the sugar? yeah, yeah just the sugar content it's sugar is sugar it may be natural sugar but if you have too much sugar in your bloodstream it's just going to go to your liver to be stored as fat so um you just don't want to eat too much, too much fruit. Um, also, looking out for um, reading labels when you go to the supermarket. Just if you don't understand what any of the ingredients are, just don't buy it. If there's <laughs> any more than about three ingredients, don't buy it. Yeah. Um, and look at the, the sugar content on labels. If it's any more than four grams of sugar, four grams is about a teaspoon. 
Um, so you can you can weigh it out yourself and see how much sugar is actually in in a product before you buy it. Um, they would be the main things. Also, the, the fat content as well. Make sure it's not too high and make sure it's not low fat. The low fat is just, as I said, laden with sugar yeah. a lot of the time. What would be a fat content that's too high? Over 15 grams would be would be high. Um, and there's there's good types of fat and bad types of fat, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, absolutely. So what, uh, what do we want to be aiming for? Well, avoid anything with um, hydrogenated vegetable oils. Um, I know over there you use the, the corn syrup as sugar as well, the high fructose corn syrup. I don't think it's widely available here yet. Oh, it's um, here. Oh, really? <laughs> so that, that is, and the aspartame, um, any artificial sweetness, when they say natural flavorings, they're usually not natural. <laughs> yeah. um, they've been so highly processed that they're, they're no longer natural. Um, the, also, the, the fruit juices like orange juice, a lot of it is from concentrate. So yeah. it was once oranges, but it's gone through so much processing. Um, orange juice would be very high in sugar. So I'd stay away from any fruit juices. Yeah, and here we have this giant problem with processed foods. And so you'll find not just one or two, but usually five or six different uh, like things that are put in or what do you call them to, to keep them fresh? Uh, preservatives, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there, there's like five or six different preservatives in everything that you buy. And so you have these massive grocery stores and then you have this one little tiny section of organic or whole foods. But even in those sections, you have to watch out because you will find some of these preservatives that somehow someone has gotten into a, you know, FDA approved for organic type of situation. Cause there's money and everybody's in everybody's pocket. Right. So Absolutely. you're the only person that can figure out if, well, can take your best judgments on what you're eating, right? You can go to these farmers markets that we have. You can ask them what they're growing with, if they grow from GMO seeds or if not. And, and, and you can feel much healthier about it than just going to like McDonald's and, shoving a bunch of double cheeseburgers down your throat right absolutely I, like i i shop in a market every week and um, i have to travel to to go there the supermarkets all around me but i i don't shop in them well as very as little as possible so i know where my meat is coming from i know where my vegetables are coming from and i try and buy in season as well mm -hmm. um so that you know i'm not buying something that was grown in south africa <laughs> and the air the air miles and you know um so try and grow, try and eat local. Um, it also it supports the farmers as well. Um, like as you said, the supermarkets there's just there's so much corruption going on behind the, all the food, and um, so much marketing going in behind the food. And um, so we just have to be really, really careful. And I always try to use the analogy of just you know where they were they really eating that when we were in the jungle, you know, our ancestors <laughs> eating this kind of stuff like pizzas and stuff like it's not even real food, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's so highly refined. It's 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 gone past food. I guess, it's like, I guess a good rule of thumb there is if if it's not you know I know paleo diets people will follow and it's sort of the same principle. But you know if it didn't have a mother, right? And if it's not yeah. grown from the earth, don't eat it. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's something that you can't just pick, or it's something that didn't come. And you know some people are completely against eating meat, and then some are not. But it just it just depends. Do you think that there's there are better types of meat you can eat than others, um, especially for your diet or in general people that it seems like for me in general, like if I eat red meats, 
it really, really bothers me a lot. But if I eat fish, I'm completely fine. What, what do you think the nutritional benefits of some of those are? Um, I think diets are, it really depends on the individual. As you said, you red meat doesn't sit with you, but it may with some other people. And mm-hmm. I personally don't eat meat, but I can see the benefits with um, liver, for example, is, is a hugely nutritious um, food for somebody, you know. Um, but I'd always go for grass-fed meat or... Oh, make yeah. sure that yeah, make sure that the fish is wild if possible, and the the farmed fish is is fed all kinds of food up to dog food and everything. So um, you just have to be really careful about that as well. But as far as diets, I don't think there's any one diet for um for everybody. I think the paleo diet is great; it's a step in the right direction. Um, but there are different different variations of the paleo diet as well. Um. Some don't do nuts and some do. So um, I think it's, it really depends on the individual. I, I, the only thing I would say is I think a lot of people are eating too many carbs. Um, I don't think any amount of, like a huge amount of grains or refined flours is, is good. You know, I'd stick with the more natural, whether it be meat, fish, vegetables and fruit and supplements if need be. I think our, the earth is so... Um, it's just so deficient now in certain supplements like um, iodine, for example, certain minerals. So that would be, you know, some people should be supplementing as well. I just love it so much and it doesn't seem to bother us. But like if we go out and try to buy chicken here, if you're not getting it from straight from a, a organic farm, you know, it's probably orange and it's got arson and stuff in it. Like, it's, Oh, wow. It's, it's horrible. The, the, the things that they will put in, in food and in, in the just, it's almost like injecting might as well be putting cardboard in some of this food. And you had a picture on your Twitter along last December where you had that you bought a McDonald's, it looks like a McDonald's oh, hamburger, yeah. right? On the 18th of June in 2014. So this is six months later and it just looks exactly the same as when you bought it, like sitting right there with the fries. Yeah, I still have it, it and it still looks the same. So, And how, how crazy is that? I mean, what, that if that's not eye-opening to people out there, you should not be eating stuff like that at all, right? That That is just, I cannot imagine that there is any benefit whatsoever any nutrition left in that kind of food at all? No, and uh, some people did come back to me and say it's because of the water content, the different things. And I was saying, you know, it, it doesn't matter. That is completely irrelevant. <laughs> it's um, in my eyes, it's not food. It's just so chemical laden, you know. Um, uh, you know, people bring their children to McDonald's as a treat. I'd maybe bring them there if it was punishment because it's just 
it's so bad you know you just it should it, be punishment <laughs> it should be punishment it's so bad it's not even food you know um so i think we really need to stick with stick with whole foods and try and you know um take the, take the small steps whether it be juicing or removing sugar reducing sugar i think take the baby steps even one step a week in the right direction is better than nothing at all um, and eventually you'll see your, your whole life transform um by by better and just don't support you know industries like mcdonald's you know it's 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 not good and it's not good for our children you know no it's um, the whole gene pool right yeah exactly yeah what, and especially with sorry go on I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say, when you, when you, when you actually, you actually meet with somebody eat. else, and I know you've been doing some, some consulting with people and, and trying to help others that are in similar situations as you, where do you start them out as far as changing in their diet? Like what's the first couple of things you go to? Um, I would always step with the, start with the, the smallest things, the easiest things for that client. Um, I would, Try to reduce the sugar um, because uh, most people have imbalanced sugars. Um, they're, they're feeling tired in the afternoon. Um, they're, you know, they're tired but wired at night, so they're going to bed. They're, they're feeling tired. They can't sleep. Um, their cortisol is up and down, so their hormones are up and down throughout the night. They're waking up. So a lot of this is sugar, and that's, that's one of the main things I would actually focus on is trying to reduce the sugar. Um, and... They're using stimulants then. They're using a lot of tea and coffee throughout the day to kind of keep them up. So um, they would be they'd be two huge things that I would um, I, I would focus on with most individuals actually that come in. Um, the low fat diets again causing major problems, causing major problems with IBS and stomach problems. Um, so but they they would be they'd be very common trends coming through the door. Now the low fat diets, if we there's there's more to that than than just the common because they're low fat. They're actually replacing that with artificial sugars, right? Or absolutely, yeah. yeah. So they they're just they're laden with sugar. So um, and you know there's no fat in them, and we need fat. So people are avoiding fats, and they're avoiding things like. You know things like avocados because they're fatting. They're avoiding fish, and um, when they should be eating fish, and they're not. They're even if they don't eat fish, they they're not taking any kind of fish oils or fish oil capsules, which really you need to take. You need to good quality oils to cook with as well. And um, so people are still cooking with sunflower oil, for example, and sunflower oil is very um, carcinogenic. It has a very low uh, um, smoke point. So it means that if you turn that the heat up on your um, pan, it's giving off these cancer cancer oh, chemicals. No, no. Yeah. So cooking a low heat, um, olive oil or coconut oil or butter. Or avocado oil, right? Oh yeah, or avocado oil. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when we look for labels, a lot of things have the oil in the products here, and we always try to stay away from sunflower oil or any of those. Even even olive oils here. Some of them can be pretty bad, but they do have a lot of options for, it seems like more and more you're getting options for avocado oil or coconut oil, which is what we try to aim for. And people might think that coconut oil is just like way too expensive and you can't afford it. But to be honest, that stuff, a jar of that will go a lot farther than a bottle of olive oil, right? Definitely. Yeah. I think, I think 
spend your money wisely. Um, so spend it on good quality products that you can afford, basically. And if you can't afford coconut oil, use it half the time. You can still you can still kind of fry in water, like saute your vegetables, you know. Um, so I think there's ways around everything to be able to um, to be able to afford good food. So can we talk about water for a second? Yeah, sure. So here in the States, we have this huge problem with pharmaceuticals and people just dumping all sorts of stuff into the water channels. And they literally did a test on typical tap water and found that there's over 200 pharmaceuticals in our in our tap water. And anything from, you know, birth control to to whatever else may be out there, plus high levels of fluoride, right? high levels of ammonia and just chlorine levels skyrocket. So what I've been able to do is, is go and this is by help of Sean Stevenson from the model health show. I, sh- I hope everybody checks that out. It's one of my favorite podcasts out there. Start getting actually pure water. And he breaks this whole thing down about how your body in the cells in your body can only absorb a certain particle size of water and it'll actually reject a lot of these other types of water that are filled with all these pharmaceuticals and things like that. And you're not getting the hydration that you should be. And ever since switching to this natural spring water or this, you know, reverse IO water from the whole food store. Wow. It's, it's amazing. And putting, putting some lemon in it, maybe some pure lemon oil, the, what it's been able to do for my digestion and energy is insane for, for you. What do you think the importance of water is and how it kind of relates to health and energy? Well, um, I we got a reverse osmosis tap put in just after um, I had cancer, and it has been one of the best things that I have done. Um, it does remove the vitamins and minerals from the water, but it also removes the, the damaging chemicals like fluoride. Mm-hmm. Fluoride is toxic. Um, it binds to other minerals in your body and will leach them out of your body. So um, it's really it's not ideal to be drinking. And... Even when I, if I go to somebody else's house now and I have a cup of tea, I can smell the I can smell the chlorine from the water. Oh, I can too. So yeah, it's just um, that's probably a, a really good starting point for people if they could afford to get a, a reverse osmosis tap in or um, or buy the water. Yeah, definitely buy the water. And if you're buying a carbonated water, buy a good quality um, mineral water to make sure that there are minerals in it and it's not just basically filtered water that has you know been carbonated get natural spring water if you can get it yeah natural so, spring water would be the second best right and then yeah yeah absolutely i think like people aren't drinking enough water anyway but even if they are drinking herbal teas or teas or anything um they, they really should be getting the best quality water they can drink because it's what we need. It's what we're made of, you know. <laughs> and the quantity. What happens when you start drinking more water? Because I don't. I don't think it, most people drink enough water as much as they should. What do you think some of the health benefits are of increasing the amount of water that we intake and getting rid of some of these other things like, you know, soda and Coke products and and these carbonated beverages and you know high quantities of of juice which I know juice can be good for you, but if you drink a whole lot of it, obviously the sugar factor is there. What, what do you think the benefits are of replacing that and sort of drinking mostly water throughout the day? Well, I think replacing the sugar from the, the sodas, like that's empty calories. It's, it's just terrible, terrible um, drinks to be consuming. Um, 
so replacing that with water, the energy your energy levels will just they'll, they'll begin to skyrocket. You'll feel your sugar levels again stabilize because you're not pumping all that sugar into you. Um, yeah. Um, so about one and a half liters to two liters a day, but it depends on the person and it depends on how much exercise they're doing or whether they have a sedentary life as well. So I think that's really important to take to take note of as well because if you are exercising you need you could need up to an extra liter of water a day and then um, yeah it's 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 brilliant it, it like i mean it removes all the toxins from your body as well it helps remove the toxins um yeah we really should be um and just on that as well people should be um also just keep an eye on the urine color of because a lot of people their urine is it's yellow like it's I mean it's like almost brown because they're just not they're not consuming enough uh, water and that's a very good point that people should be looking at sometimes it's red after eating beets yeah <laughs> <laughs> or it smells after asparagus <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah that's a that's a true statement I mean that's a very good way to to find out if, if you're doing it the right way and I think a lot of times we need to be drinking a lot more water than we than we are and one of the ways that I started drinking more was pre-filling water bottles the night before and having them ready. So I, I think 50% of the reason people don't drink enough water is because they just, they don't want to get up and go to the sink or go to their, you know, IO tap or, or their, or I mean, RO tap, I'm sorry, or the store and get this water to actually drink and putting it in the, in the containers. But if you, if you set those out the day before six, seven water bottles full and I'm a big fan of the BPA free stuff. Yeah. Uh, that makes it so much easier because you can see what the goal is for the day and you kind of have a scale and you can grab one, two bottles, three bottles. And then before the, before you know, it, you'll get on this, this pattern and you know, that where, where you're drinking way more water and your body actually starts to crave it more as you increase the amount that you're drinking. So if you don't drink a lot of water, right, you can go days, weeks, or lifetimes not drinking enough water, but your body's used to it. So it doesn't make you feel like you need it. But in reality, if you were to switch it and start drinking more and more water, your body's going to start craving more and more water. And then obviously your stool is going to come out way softer and more healthy. Your urine is going to be much clearer. And those are the signs that you're, that you're on the right direction. Definitely. And your skin as well. I think, you know, when you don't drink water, you just get, you get older looking because you're just not hydrated. So yeah, you just you just uh, develop a lot more wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How so? Can you real quick just? I know we're getting low on time here, but do you think you could take us through maybe some actionable meal plans that people could get started with? Some of your favorite meal plans, or, or really what to look for when you're putting together meals? Yeah. Um, well, one thing I would look at is the plate. Look at your plate and make sure that half of your plate is vegetables. And a quarter of it is um, protein, and then the other, the other um, quarter should be fats and carbs. So that would be the way I would look at my plate every time I go to uh, to sit down. Make sure that, um, again, just make sure that you're hydrating properly. Um, make sure not to drink a lot of water when you are eating. To make sure that you're um, you're digesting your food properly. Chew your food well. Take your time over your meals. Don't eat at a computer don't eat at a tv um 
And the other thing I would say is um, start start making small steps. I think and keep the recipes if you're starting a new recipe. Keep them really simple. And um, don't do anything that is too complicated because you just you'll get sick of it. So start with really small basic steps. I think. Do you have any examples of really simple recipes that people could follow? Yeah, I have. Um, I have a couple under my. Um, under my blog and recipes um, on my website and um, a very simple bread that I have given to a lot of clients is um, almonds it's the, the specific recipe is actually up on my um, on my blog and recipes so it's almonds it's um, eggs and baking powder and you just you can put them in like little fairy cake um, yeah trays or you can make a bread out of them and my niece I have a three-year-old niece and she absolutely adores them and um she her mother adds um banana to them or dates as well so you can make buns out of them sort of perfect for kids um also some um fruit like sultanas or dates and with some cocoa powder in um a food processor you can blend them up and they're they're and roll them into balls. Add some desiccated coconut. They're a great snack and a great treat to have with a cup of tea. So there's lots of uh, lots of ideas. Um, yeah, I think really just keep it simple, you know. <laughs> yeah, one one thing that I kind of I learned the other day was, you know, there's this whole persona of that oranges are a huge source of vitamin C, right? But when you actually start looking into sources of vitamin C, there are so many other vegetables that have just like a, a way higher content of vitamin C, even like a cup of peas. So you just never know what you're going to get in the power of actually diving into eating these, these groups of vegetables and, and together in general, just is, is it's, it's magical. I think that's why we need variety. Um, yeah. you need to just eat the rainbow. So eat, as many rainbow, different yeah. <laughs> eat as many different fruit and vegetables. I, in the market, I see things that I have never tried before, and I'll take them home and and try them out because I, you know, I think it's it's good to be open to absolutely um, trying any other fruit and vegetable because uh, that's where all the, the the vitamins and minerals are that we need. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I'm so happy that you were able to come on the show today. Like this has really been an amazing episode and I hope that people can take away some value from everything that we've talked about from, from what you're doing every day to what to look for on the labels, uh, to, to shifting your meal plans to be a much more healthy and eating the rainbow, right? And stay away from these foods like McDonald's who are basically just consuming cardboard or paper if you look yeah. at it. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Do you, one more thing. Back to the BPA thing I mentioned earlier, is that a huge problem over there in Europe as well? Um, mostly all of our plastic here contains BPAs, and if people don't know what that is, it's it's kind of a – I don't know if it's a carcinogen. It, it's in our plastics, and it, it binds with water when water touches it. And we yeah. Get it in our body, right? Yeah, it's a hormone disruptor. So especially if, you, um, if you're going to put it into a microwave or anything like that or freeze it, it the BPA will actually leach into the food. Um, but what they're doing now is they're replacing the BPA with something I believe is just as toxic, but people are not aware of it. So try and go for glass, if at all possible, in your water bottle or, um, or storing things, if you're going to put them into a freezer especially or the microwave. Definitely use glass rather than plastic. Yeah, that's a very good tip because there are there is this huge push for these new containers that are all BPA free, but 
like like Jenny said, who knows what they're putting in that now? Yeah, that's What's, it. Yeah. What is it that they're making those out of that you think is more toxic? Um, I I actually don't know the I don't know the name of it, but um, I'm sure you'll find it online. I, I just can't I can't recall the actual name of the um. Yeah, and there's just no telling. I mean, they they've they have ways to slip these things into regulations so they can get something else new in there, and then people believe that it's good and they buy the product and. It's it's kind of crazy how evil the the whole production world can be sometimes, right? Yeah, I think people like you really need to just look beyond labels and look beyond the advertising that, that that's been thrown at us, and you know, kind of make up your own mind. But um, yeah, I would never take any kind of advertising or anything being pushed at my face at face value, you know. Yeah. So stick to glass. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Much safer. And it's crazy if you go to, to drinking out of glass all the time, then you go back to drinking out of a plastic water bottle. The taste of the water is yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, I can't even drink this. It's so nasty. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You get used to that. And, and no one, you're not going to know until you try it. So do it. Take yeah. the challenge to go out there and drink water out of glass for a week and then see what it tastes like when you go back to the plastic. It'll blow your mind. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. Jenny, if you had to battle Godzilla, how do you think you would use your creativity or nutritional talents to defeat that big, crazy bastard? Oh, um, I think I would invite him to um, to Dublin for St. Patrick's Day, and I'd give him some green Guinness full of iron, <laughs> <laughs> and then get him um, get him some really good quality Irish food. <laughs> I think he would be a happy Godzilla then. <laughs> sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> my my whole family is is Irish, so I'm I'm oh, really? the American generation of, of the Irish. And I have this. It's weird because I I really am drawn 100 percent to Guinness and Irish whiskeys. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I just I I don't know what it is. It just everybody here drinks bourbon like crazy. <laughs> But I just, I don't know. I have this 100% in love with Irish whiskeys and, and Guinness. And so, must be your, your Irish ancestors. It must be the heritage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> built into my blood somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I've got the red hair and everything. But Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, Jenny, I really, really appreciate you coming on once again. I'm so pumped. I hope everybody gets on Jenny, jennymcelvaney.com and, and checks out her recipes. And she's got health steps on there. Um, a little bit about her and, and you can definitely contact her there. Is there anywhere else that we can get in touch with you? You want to put your Twitter handle or any of that stuff on? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Jenny McIlvany and Facebook is Jenny McIlvany nutrition. And I also take Skype calls for um, clients abroad. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. All right, Jenny. Well, I really appreciate it. And hopefully we can get you back on again in the future and we can, we can talk even more about this and I wish you all the luck in the world and, and success and what you're doing is definitely changing people's lives. So continue it. Cause I, I love meeting and talking with people like you. It's definitely a very humbling experience. Thanks a million heat. Wish you and your um, listeners a very happy St. Patrick's day. Oh yes. Soon. Yeah. The 17th, right? <laughs> Soon. Yep. Yeah. So I, I will be, I will be very happy <laughs> the next day. I might not feel so good though. Right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> Always remember to keep it funky. All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot.
Thank you for listening to another episode of The Arch of Her Newer Now. For all the show notes, it's artsynow.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, email me at create at artsynow.com or on Twitter at HB underscore Armstrong. The music, well, that's shaky feeling. Check them out. Ventura, California. Ta-ta! Keep it funky.